What the fuck is up, everybody? Wow. So today is um, June 16th, about 3 in the 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Heading home from work. And uh, let's talk a little bit about... Ooh, Jurassic World fucking Dominion. Uh, what was the movie? What was it? What was that fucking movie? I thought it was a good movie for... Um... I thought it was a good movie, but I thought it was a good movie. If you're expecting, see, this is what gets me caught up in a lot of things right now. I like just like watching movies and I've always liked Jurassic Park. I felt that the more Jurassic Park movies they made, the less good it's gotten as far as like story wise. And also, I just can't, for the love of God, figure out why the first Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs and the shit that was going on in the movie, looked so much better, and it has looked so much better than most of the newer stuff. Um, again, it's one of these things like I don't necessarily get, but whatever. But I do feel... And see, this is another thing. I think Universal owns Jurassic Park. And they, they knew they were getting the cash cow when they were, The first Jurassic Park went off. And they've been trying to milk the cow ever since. And, they, and to a degree, they have. You know, I think Jurassic Park 2 uh, and then Jurassic Park 3. The, that one's probably the bastard of all of them. Um, those did well anyway. So made millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. Billions, actually. As a matter of fact, Jurassic Park 1 still stands as one of the greatest movies of all time I've ever seen, never witnessed. Just the sheer ingenuity of the movie, the sheer beautiful concept of it. Uh, Still, that movie is, to me, one of the most flawless movies that has ever existed. Probably a 9.9 out of a 10. I I would only say it's only tarnished because subsequently the Part 2 and Part 3 were just not that good. I mean, for as good as Part 1 was, the second and third parts, just not there. Just not there. Like, Hollywood reverted in on itself where they couldn't make a good sequel. Uh, Usually, Part 2s were bad. The first parts were good. Part 2s usually were bad. And which is the case in Jurassic Park. But... It doesn't really... I mean, that's one of the... Again, that's one of the most iconic movies I've ever watched of all time. Definitely one of my favorites. And, and I do love the dinosaur movies. It, um, don't I've seen them all now. Um, but the story does suffer. In the Dominion, it does suffer as well. I mean, there's just some wacky things in there that take place. Just some random things that just don't add up. But pull yourself out of that reality... And from seeing them cooking dinosaurs, meat, I would assume it's cooking. They set up a dinosaur cockfight ring uh, in a bazaar and some... I don't even remember where now. 
the story of it literally again and again I don't understand why the writers can't pull themselves from stopping them from doing again the overall rich guy is fucking with the dinosaurs causing chaos trying to create a global domination I don't know and uh, it's it just kind of to me that's been redundant it's been repeated over and over and over they haven't got out from under it I would have much I mean if this was my movie if they would have said hey Daniel make us a new Jurassic Park movie uh, uh, the end of this trilogy you know we've got T-Rexes we've got Raptors we've got this we've got that Got Indominuses we can go back to. We can get people still uh, fucking with the genetics, making new dinosaurs, make hybrids. What do you want to do? I would have said, okay, how about the dinosaurs wiped out the humans? And now it's we're living in more of a dinosaur world instead of living in a human world. I would have much been picked up the story from there, like. Like, okay, like, let's give Owen Grady, let's put him at, like, 80 years old now. 70 years old, or whatever. I mean, I get you want to stay with those characters and sign up for the trilogy, okay. Okay, but why can't they age him up? Let's say he's, I don't know, the movies is, like, 40 or 50 or 30 or 40, whatever age you think Chris Pratt's character Owen Grady is. Let's age him up. Let's put him in some aged gear. I mean, obviously, you, you... at that point you eliminate Dr. Grant and Ian Malcolm Ellie Sadler and so on and so forth but they could have aged them up as well they could have been like if Owen Grady was going to be 70 they could have been like 80 or 90 year old characters and just you know had a little a little ding a little fucking a little just little cameos instead they were actually intricate part of the movies which I thought was okay. I thought I thought that was okay. I like that they kind of brought back in the original, the whole original cast, minus obviously. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Obviously, the guy has passed away in real life. Um, but yeah, I mean, the story does. Uh, there's a little bit of wacky things again. They they try to build an island in, up in the Alps, or I don't know where the fuck they were at, Italy. But they were up in the mountains, and then there was a vast... And again, they tried to get all the dinosaurs, let them roam free. And occasionally they would feed them deer. I mean, I don't know. And they were, they were again, they were fucking with big-ass dinosaurs, like, just letting them loose. I didn't understand it. Nobody understood it. Uh, and then the clone child, they were trying to... They were... They sit upon locust upon the. I, I mean, the story was all over the place. I can see why now that the story, the Jurassic World Dominion, was actually rated really poorly. But I again, I just tune out the story. This this is a movie you have to tune out the story because the story is bad. It doesn't even make any sense. Um. Again, it's nowhere near as good as the storytelling that Steven Spielberg had. Um, just nowhere near as good. 
But you do get a lot of dinosaur action. That is a treat. I mean, if you're a kid and you want to see dinosaurs on the screen, you want to see T-Rex chomping and you want to see raptors and... And, and I do like that now that they've introduced like more feathered uh, dinosaurs uh, because I think that's now something that Hollywood and mainstream media needs to now come to terms with T-Rex having feathers or feather-like skin. And you see, this is nothing. When they came out with that Jurassic World Dominion little teaser of the dinosaurs roaming in the old school days, I don't know why they didn't make it into the movie. They could have cut out some of the scenes from the middle of the movie just put that in there like there would have been a much better movie um so I don't know why they didn't do that that's kind of to me kind of hunky dory there why they opted not to do that um but overall the the movie's probably I mean like I went to go watch Top Gun the other day I don't know if we talked about Top Gun um but maybe I'll involve it in this introduction right here Top Gun Top Gun was another good movie that there the story was a little hunky dory as well but for a remake reboot wasn't bad I thoroughly liked it the one my one gripe against Top Gun is probably my only gripe against it's probably if the movie's an 8 out of a 10 I give, I give that my only gripe about it is they just kind of writ off some of the old characters um, and it's literally just Tom Cruise, and they 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 don't. I don't know why they fucking had um, Iceman. You know, he wasn't able to speak, and they had him writing on a computer. I felt that that was kind of. I don't know why they did that about Kimmer. Why did they do that to him? That's kind of that kind of sucked. That, and that's it. They just they, they, the other guy. They just read off. He died. Whatever. Um, there was other people. You know, there were just there was more than just three people in the old movie. Like, you know, I don't know. So it's whatever. I mean, that's, you know, the visual, 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 uh, visually speaking, Top Gun was really good. I mean, um, I felt like I was in a fucking F-14 fucking going fast as fuck. And I think, I think Tom Cruise knew that. He was like, fuck, we got to get as much airplane action in this movie because people are just not going to fucking pay attention to an actual story in this movie which there really wasn't it was hey there's some random country building a nuclear thing and we need to shut it down bomb fuck it with our planes that was the gist of the story and Tom Cruise and the writers that were very very smart to deviate from getting into any sort of a plot in there they were just like fuck it let's throw airplanes upon airplanes upon one-liners in there and just a kind of an all-star cast of young stars rockstar who can make the cut and they just went for it uh, and they and they put piece that movie together and for the most part it came out really good i mean that's literally the story what i just told you is literally the story of top gun but overall work because visually is really good and that goes back to jurassic park jurassic park the dinosaurs look good they made a i, I mean i don't even know what any of these names of these dinosaurs are they don't really explain to you and then perhaps that's for the best they made a giant swarm of locusts they made a giganotosaurus or I don't know what the fuck it was called they made some other big ass like 
my girlfriend was like, oh, that's the Edwards chicken hands or the Edward Edward scissor hands of stories or something. She made that comment to me in the theater. I was like, yeah, you're kind of right there. Now, I don't know if that animal actually lived or not. But, you know, it was huge. And maybe these are dinosaurs that they've recently stumbled upon and that they could be huge. And for it to be a predator must have also been huge and actually terrifying. The bird is actually very terrifying. And I think it could hold its weight against the T-Rex. The T-Rex had no arms, only jaws. And the more and more science discovers big, bigger and bigger dinosaurs and classes. I mean, the Tyrannosaurus Rex is all of a sudden not looking so fierce amongst its top predators. You know... And again, I don't know why the Mosasaurus, they just kind of bastardize it. It's just kind of there. Um, he's in there for like two seconds. I do love the shot. I do love the shot at the end of the Mosasaurus chilling with some of the whales. Uh, that's something I wish they would have elaborated on more, man. Like, you know, instead of just getting... I, I mean, I don't know what I want out of it, but I really want them to just do... Just dinosaurs. Fuck the people. Just give me dinosaurs. Give me how we think that they would exist nowadays and how they would exist in the olden days. You know, I, I again, I don't know why they just... Somebody with the brains got to go in there and say, hey, these shots are stunning. And let's make a good chunk of the movie around that. Give a fuck how hard it is. They got computers. People are good at that shit figure it out uh, but overall Jurassic if you ignore the story Jurassic Jurassic World Dominion is a really good movie I think again it's about a 7 out of 10 you just gotta ignore the story again I ignored it, ignored it. Uh, they kind of clip all the branches solve all the riddles and now the dinosaurs just exist and I think the point of the movie is now they're gonna ban genetic engineering on a global scale like this shit can get now it's already out of hand the doomsday clock man now has to exist and that's the world that they leave us if they ever go forward with the franchise which I hope they do but I hope we get it like way in the future like a hundred or two years down the road where you know dinosaurs fucked up the food chain but they already pretty much started down that trail the, and I think there needs to be a disease that comes out and wipes out a lot of humans and the, the, the dinosaurs crop up a little bit. And I think I think we should be in a world that when they make some more movies 10 years from now, the dinosaurs have now emerged as the leading uh, force on the world and humans are now on the cusp of, you know, flailing, failing out. And so I kind of feel like that that's where it should go in the future. Like, give, we need more dinosaurs and less humans. Obviously, you can have guns. Obviously, you can have this and that. And I think what should be, if they're going to set up another three movies later on, it should be, okay, somebody has trained a fleet of raptors and has used them to dominate an area of the world. And, or somebody has coexisted in the tribes lived side by side animals and they're just dominated that way and I think overall the thing is should be okay a restructuring of the world as they see to where 
the peace and people that live harmoniously with dinosaurs against people that are spiteful and, and really using the more, you know, aggressive with the dinosaurs, living aggressively with them. That should be it, but if you haven't seen Jurassic World Dominion, I kind of recommend it. It's a really good movie, especially if you got kids. You can't go wrong with dinosaurs. It is a little bit of a little bit of a scary movie. There's not so much jump scares, but there's some scenes in there that I'm like, damn, they were really went hard with the like, you know, try to make the dinosaurs as scary as possible. And I and I like that personally. I don't know, like that should give you nightmares back in the day. Uh, for kids, it might give them a little creepy. But I don't know if Jurassic Park was ever about horror. Jurassic Park 1 was just the OG classic. Raptors are scary as shit. You know. But, yeah, that's a good one. And then also Top Gun. Maybe we can talk a little bit about Top Gun. Uh, again, the story is real minimal. They're trying to stop before. They don't say... They don't actually come out and say And maybe that's too... Again, Tom Cruise is saying it. They make it seem like it's Russians. Well, I don't know if it's actually Russians. But they say... I don't really know another country outside of maybe Russia or some European countries where they have, like, these cra- crazy new school fighter pilot jet things, like, that can outmaneuver and hustle uh, American might. So, but and then also it's up in the mountains and like it was snowy. So I mean they didn't more or less kind of painted it being as like Russian. But I'm not exactly sure if it was Russian or like where it was at. And they don't really say in which part of the world this took place. Uh, but they trained for it. There's a lot of training in it. And they, get into a little bit of dogfight. That's why I kind of thought that this movie was going to be based around like more dogfighting in the sky. I wish they would have. But I'm fine with the movie how it turned out. I don't know. I think they're saying this is one of Tom Cruise's best movies he's ever made. Financial wise. And I would assume that Tom Cruise is a very smart man. Uh, Regardless of what you say about his personal life, Scientology, this and that, yada, yada, yada. Um, the man has honestly been in the forefront of not only movies and entertainment, but just in, his name pops up. He's come up with, he's another, uh, he's a legendary actor. I mean, he's legendary. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got Bruce Willis, you know, Denzel Washington, Samuel Jackson. You can put Tom Cruise there, Tom Hanks. But Tom Cruise really, I mean... Outside of his Scientology shenanigans, I mean, the man has really... He's really got to be in Even the Mission Impossible. The Mission Impossible 1, 2, and 3 came out. I thought that was the end of it. Still making them motherfuckers. Like, and they're getting better now. Like, They've actually turned the corner. I think he's figured out that... You know, get out of so much of the espionage and get a bigger, more action movie. Get it a little bit more humor involved. Especially, I think Ghost Protocol to me was one of my... The one with the um, Hawkeye. I mean, the Mission Impossibles have been getting better. 
Uh, and again, Tom Cruise is a legendary actor. And again, the, I, the only thing I can say bad about Tom Cruise is now he's. He, I always felt that Tom Cruise was in his 40s, but now he definitely looks like he's in his 50s, 60s. But the man's in, in incredible shape. I mean, I, and that's no knock against him. That's an, he's absolutely impressive. He's in, he's in incredible shape. But he definitely looks aged, and I don't know if he can, if he's going to do more of these movies. I know they're going to do Mission Impossible. I think these are the last two that he's going to do of those. It's a part one's coming up, and then he's going to have a part two, which I'm assuming should be the last of those two before he hangs up the cap. My, I mean, I got to think Tom Cruise is going to end these movies, you know, soon, and making them, so... I think he went back and touched on Top Gun. He thought, and I thought, I think he thought, yeah, I'll do it. It's written well. It's done right. And, you know, obviously if you're an actor, you put your best foot forward, I would assume, most of the time. And you really get into character. If it's your baby, you know, because there's a lot of movies that have come out, part ones, part twos, and then they get shelved. And then it's like, like I would love to see Aeon Flux part two with Charlize Theron. Again, now a more updated version. I mean, that's her bit. That's one of her bit. I would love to see um, Homegirl do more Resident Evil movies, you know, when, like, give it another 10 years and her be brought back into Raccoon City. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Um, Mila Jovovich. Uh, You know, Arnold has been reprising Terminator for a while now. I would like to see him. Do, I would like to see him do one last good Terminator movie, with a really good Terminator story. Uh, but again, but again, this is why Tom Cruise is a little bit smarter. I think he waited long enough, and I think, I think he's been tinkering with the story because I, I'm obviously he's all up in it and pretty much wiped out the other characters to a degree. He's this pretty much his movie, like his solo Top Gun movie. And again, but it's done really well. I thought, I, again, I think the story is bare bones minimum. It's a lot. There's a again, like like I said, there, I don't know if it's Russia or if it's like Czechoslovakia. I don't know who it is. It's like, so you're you're left to fill in that blank yourself. You're also left to fill in the blank as to how the other Top Guns have been going this entire time, because obviously every year there's a new Top Gun in. You know, so you fill in the Top Gun uh, stories this whole time. You got to fill in what happened to the other character. They don't really say what's what's ailing Iceman. Just that he doesn't have a lot much longer to live. There's a lot of to fill in the blanks. And I think he was smart. They're smart to do that. Because you start getting in the story. He's dying of cancer. See him in the hospital. You know, visit him one more time. The story gets a little dragged drawn out maybe but they were real smart to just no just say he's got a sickness and he doesn't got much longer to live um, just say that this mission is important, important and this and that and visually the movie is good and if it works it works if it's medium okay well he went back and he at least touched on it but I think Tom Cruise obviously sees the number. I mean, all actors do. You know, he's made a... It's creeping up. I think they're at like almost $800 million uh, in a movie that probably was made with like $150 million. Um, 
And it might cross a billion before it's all said and done. You know, with Top Gun merchandise, rentals, you know, obviously people streaming the old Top Gun, buying the old Top Gun movie, they're going to buy the DVDs when it comes out. Uh, they're going to buy whatever HBO Max, subscribe to watch Top Gun, or whatever, whatever the case may be. So you would assume that the movie might cross a billion dollars, and I think Tom Cruise is a very smart man to say, okay, well, the next one, we do make a next one. Um, what's going to happen is we are going to let a little bit more of these kids prop up, crop up, raise them up, and he be sprinkled in there again and hand off the plate to them, but, you know, him still picking up some of the work. Just like Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible went from it being almost a solo him movie to now he's got a team of players around him in the Mission Impossible series. Um, and I think he's probably going to do that with Top Gun. So I'm kind of like, okay, so I could I could think I think they might make another Top Gun at some point in the next couple of years. And I think probably as he's done with these Mission Impossibles, you're probably like. Three, four years out, maybe five years, they're probably going to do another one. And, um, you know, if he can score another 700, 600, 500, 800 million, he's going to do it. And right off into the sunset as being one of these legendary actors. Again, I don't got no beef with Tom Cruise. His Scientology was wacky. I know he was whacked out when he was married to, oh, what's her name? But beyond that, he kind of resettled down his personal life and just really focused on the movies. And it really has paid dividends. And I mean, I'm not 100% certain of what goes on in Scientology. It is a religion. I don't know what's going on there, but I I dog all religions equally. Scientology can kick rocks as easy as Judaism as as well as Christianity and uh, Islam. They all can. You could take a torch to all of them. Um. but the Scientology aspect of him has really died down. I don't know if he's still involved with it, if he's involved with it, but not so much pushing on it. I don't know. I don't know. Also, when you think about um, Tom Cruise, it was his shenanigans with his marriage. But that's, I don't know, I think that's over with and done with. That's shelved. I don't know what he's going I don't really know what's going on with his personal life. He don't make that much personal noise anymore. Per- personal noise anymore and so I think he's really focused on his craft and noise is at a at a low for him but the movie production and and value of his movies are at a high so I think there's a fair trade off there um, and again he's had a legendary career he, everything from uh, Top Gun to shit the Mission Impossibles uh, he was rumored to be coming up in some Marvel movies. We'll see if that shakes through. Uh, oh, man, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, Tropic Thunder, he made some uh, cameos in there. I mean, it, the man has done a lot of work. The body of work is there. I don't really want to get into a Tom Cruise segment, but Top Gun was a good movie. I, I'd probably give that an 8 out of a 10. A little bit better than Jurassic World Dominion, and obviously the numbers are going to reflect that. Um but Jurassic World Dominion was a good movie and I think the numbers will reflect that all the younger audience <clears throat> that loves dinosaurs and loves they're going to love that movie I loved it because of the dinosaur aspect personally um, some of the character stories kind of 
dorky, hunky-dory. Uh, so I think most of the other crowd just can't get in the story. It doesn't make no sense. So it's just like watching... But if you, like I said, you pull yourself out of it. I mean, basically they're trying to save dinosaurs. Uh, they wrapped up the, the trilogy. And uh, I think they wrapped it up okay. Didn't really feel like they did... There was a terrible movie. It wasn't that good. So I'll give it like a 7 out of a 10. And with that, we're gonna uh, I'm gonna pause here and we're gonna come back and talk. Um, Keep sweet. Have you guys seen that gnarly ass shit on Netflix? Keep sweet. Well, keep that uh, thought as I be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So let's talk. Keep sweet. Did you guys watch that shit on Netflix? Um, I did. I was completely hooked. I was completely flabbergasted, flabbergasted, bamboozled, shooketh. Ah, um, uh, it just—it's a really gripping, wild, absolutely demented crazy story um, centered around polygamy and I think they're called the FLDS the um, basically it's the one man gets to have like three wives type of deal and they just start making babies like crazy so with that said um, this starts off by giving you some background on polygamy and, and why polygamy, um, is illegal-ish. Um, but I guess in Utah, this is all taking place. Border of Utah, Arizona, I think, Nevada somewhere. Um, a Mormonism... They're allowed to have multiple wives. I guess that's... And I don't know who the fuck said that. That, um, I don't know where they're getting that idea from. It'd be interesting to read up about it. But I, I know enough of the Mormon ideology to know that they believe that Jesus comes from space. And yeah, they're just some on some random bullshit. Their bullshit is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But anyways, I think the guy's name is, um... Oh, what the fuck is his name? Let me see if I can pull it up. Real quick. Keep sweet. It's a... Uh, Warren Jeffs. There we go. Warren Jeffs. He's the main villain of this whole thing, and that man has got to be one of the most diabolical um, figures I've ever seen. And honestly, this reminds me a lot of Hands Made Tales. Uh, that's what I was thinking about in my head. I was like, damn, this is how many tells basically. Look, if he. Uh, if the, the story was written off of basically him, 
and okay, so basically, okay, so let's let's run it back. This man, Warren Jess, is the son of the guy who actually started the FLDS. He separated from the main Church of Mormons because of um, whatever. But the guy ruling Jeffs was also a sick, a sick fuck, uh, a sick fucker. The, his Warren Jeffs' dad was also a sick fuck. Uh, he had so many brothers, and for whatever reason, he like positioned himself to be the number one after his father died. But basically, uh, I think his name is Rule Rolling Jeffs or Ruling Jeffs or Ruled Jeffs. That man had like twenty wives, and he would line them up when it was time to uh, go to bed, and they would all come in and give him a kiss goodnight. That that was that fucking crazy. Uh, and then on top of that. At his discretion, he would want to fuck, like, one or two of these girls a night. And they would have to undress him. I'm assuming this, you know, the sex is as crazy as you think it is. Um, the, the, the man was, like, 80-something years old trying to get head from, like, 16 and 18-year-olds. And, like, trying to pipe them down and make kids. Like... That was his. That meant somehow. Somehow that means you're closer to God. I don't know. Having three wives meant you you were like on your way to heaven. So they would produce all these fucking kids, and he they would produce all these wives, and then at his discretion they would just fucking he would just give a wife away to like another dude with all the kids. Like here you you be of this person now. And then these women, like, I mean, they grew up and they thought that that was, like, the way to be. And, I I mean, it's truly sickening. But when he did die, Warren Jeffs took over his wives and started piping them to the... I don't know. It's kind of disgusting. Nothing that they fucking... uh, FLDS and and all of that is kind of gross. Um, I know that seems really cool. Like, if you're... Like, wow, you're going to have, like, eight different wives and you're fucking them all. Like, yeah, but these girls were wives to other guys' wives and, and some of them, they were never related to you. Like, they're your cousins. Like, it's fucking truly disgusting. Truly disgusting was the, all the events of Keep Sweet. But anyways, as the story unfolds, what really started to backfire on... The FLDS community is that they were leaving. They were expelling a lot of men from their community. They were trying to keep, like, the ratio of, like, every man could have, like, five or six or ten wives. And But, they're, you know, obviously if you had a boy, like, he would serve no purpose because he's going to take away from the pool. You only needed enough men to run the shit, like, be the police, be the firefighters things like that outside of that if they served no purpose they were expelled or kicked out of the church and there was a growing homeless thing so they started figuring out that it was coming from the FLDS and then they started investigating and as it it turns out once Warren Jeffs took over he started taking younger and younger wives like first it was like I think it was like 16 then he got all the way down to 14 and then he was basically just 
taking and grooming the kids from like four or five, three, four, five years old. That's what he was trying to do. And, um, yeah, they eventually caught on to him and then they caught him, um, being with underage girls and that eventually did him in. But the story of behind it, I mean, is truly, truly fucking wild, truly disturbing. The man had 78 wives, so I don't really know exactly how. And, and if you look at Warren Jess, he's not, he looks like a total schmuck. Um, but the fact he was ripping families apart, he would kick families out. He would just send other, some wives from some family members. He would strip some of the men of their wives and see tell the wives they had to go live and be married to other men. And then just like, I mean, this shit was crazy because if you imagine you're married to somebody that you didn't even want to be married to, but then you had like five or six kids with that person and you know, whatever, you know, you just deal with it. And then all of a sudden, you know what, um, sister Rosalind or sister whoever, you're no longer going to be married to you know, their husband you've been married to for the last 10 years, you're going to go and be the wife of this person now, take all your kids and go live with him. And you're to be married and basically you have to fuck him like daily now. And that's literally what that guy wearing Jess was doing. If anybody got out of line, the motherfucker would just up and disrupt your whole way of life. And there was nobody to check him. And, but I mean, this, I mean, I don't personally feel bad for, um, some of the men because other people knew that he was in the wrong and people knew that he, that he was doing some shit, shady shit, you know, but I, apparently they thought because of the religious connotation that. If they followed rules, I mean, they would be in God's uh, good, great, good, uh, good graces, and that's how he was using, um, abusing his power was that way. But it's just kind of, it's just kind of hunky dory because, like, I mean, they a lot of them knew how it was the old way, and this new way of them doing things was literally wrong too and the story gets even more twisted when you come to find out that uh, the man obviously did not preach or did not live by anything he preached he was out partying in Vegas partying in Mardi Gras going to Disneyland taking his wives there boning them there and, and truly living not what he was preaching I mean and the fact that nobody's seen that is again truly wild uh, living the luxury lifestyle forcing these people into slave labor I mean I don't know like and to me I, you know you would think these the Warren Jeffs and all of this was going on like in the 70s when the technology wasn't there no this, this was going on post 9-11 this is like in the 2000 mid 2000s Early 2000s, like 2008, 4, 7, 5, somewhere around there. The man was, ha- I mean, technology was already there. People had comp- 
computers, so and TVs. But I know he he kind of censored all that. He didn't educate the women, but some some women were educated. Um, and they and they had access to things, but I mean he really kept them like dumbed them down. He kept the women especially dumbed down. But then that kind of did that kind of. But he also kept a lot of his men, the men, dumbed down as well, uh, because he didn't want anybody with intelligence around him. And that, to me, is really the biggest thing that he did to further along. I mean, he kept everybody kind of stupid, and most of the people there were stupid. Um, it doesn't matter, you know. It, 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 and to me, this is my biggest thing about religion. Religion does that to people. Um, you don't want to die in the in the flames of eternal hell. It keeps a lot of people in check. You know, I think we need to do away with religion because the whole world uh, has a sickness, and it's religion, it's religion as we see it. Um, you know, religion is probably one of the most driving forces of this world. As far as conflicts go, as far as, you know, you look at what's going on and, you know, I I don't want to pick on Islam, but there's a lot of uh, extremists of the Islam religion in that run whole states. You know, look at Afghanistan, look at Iraq, look at Iran, look at some of these places where the women have zero, like zero rights. Um, But on the flip coin... You know, here in the States, women have rights and things of the nature, yet religion still fucks with them and keeps them in check. It's still religious. I mean, we're like, we're like, they just literally just kind of bastardized the Roe v. Wade, especially in states like Texas, that, I mean, an abortion after six weeks is deemed illegal. You can't even tell you're pregnant until like a month or two goes by, and that's kind of restrict restrictive of you know women's rights. And a lot of people, you know, the whole thing about abortion is a lot of people are uppity about it because supposedly it's there's a very heavy religious context about it about you're killing an unborn baby, you're going to hell. It's not God's way, and really it comes down to religion. It's like and people honestly go back and forth about that because. You know, are you killing a child? Are you going to condemn yourself to eternal hell because you got pregnant and you just didn't want it? Um, No. The answer is no. You're not condemning yourself to... No fucking different than what... You know, honestly, people need to wrap their heads around the idea that... Perhaps PETA is right. If you're willing to kill... A fucking animal, a dog, a cat. You know, you're willing to kill a cow, baby cow, or a full-grown cow, just to feed yourself. And I mean, that's just as much as murder as you get an abortion at three months. It's the same fucking thing. To me, it's the same fucking thing because. And a lot of people will tell you, well, the baby has life, it's got a heartbeat, it's got a conscience, and you're going to kill it. And and really, it's really religious-based. 
most of that stems from religion. The stig the stigma from religion is and it might not ever go away here in the States because now we've gone so many years, you know, it's just not going away. Um again, like that that's one thing that fucks with people. Uh and, and this thing of the you know, women are supposed to be subservient to men is also heavy religious motif and that and that's plain in case in this keep sweet that these women were kept in check keep sweet like that man keep your innocence and don't don't get out of line and religion for the most part does that to women like through and through i mean most really most if you go to any christian or catholic church there none of the women are up there as as speakers in the calvary chapels in the fucking they, there's no women that are fucking in charge of these shits. Water of lives. I mean, there's some local churches here that I just know that are completely. And the women, are, the, what the women are supposed to do is teach the schools. Uh, they're subservient to the pastors. Um, it, I, I just don't understand. Like, if you're a woman, how do you take that sort of abuse from a man telling you, hey, you know, you're not just you're not allowed to be part of the church. <laughs> that women are only good for being married to the husband and and being a good Christian wife. I mean, that's I, a lot of but a lot of women like it. A lot of women put themselves in that position, especially once religion comes involved and they want to get married with the church and their family's religious. I mean, you're just literally offering your offering yourself up to. Uh, slavery, which is what what it is, what it comes down to, you know. Um, and you could just look at the the women's faces in Keep Sweet. Some of the women talking about they didn't want to be with this man, and they tried leaving, and they were pulled back in, and they were stuck there for life. And then they had several kids with said person that they never even loved, and. They didn't. They just didn't know. They just didn't know what to do, and that's kind of what religion does. I mean, and the keep sweet thing is not a, a rare occurrence. That that pops up. Stuff like that pops up all the time with religion here in the states. And to me, it's just so crazy to see the story because I thought initially I thought this keep sweet story was done many many years ago, and just to know that it was done in recent times. To me, blows my mind, and the man is sitting in prison for life. Uh, hopefully, never to come out. Uh, but his ramifications are still there; it's still felt. People, people are waiting for him to come out and and join his wives again, which is wild as fuck to me. Um, but again, I mean, that's which is one of those things. Why I don't like religion? Religion fucks with the women. It fucks with men too. No, don't get it wrong. Uh, it fucks with a lot of men too. It, f- it fucks with me personally. Like it, it just does. I, 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 I see religion as a fucking plague upon the mind. Um, what is life supposed to be? You know, am I wrong for fucking standing up for myself, being greedy, being ambitious? You know, there's that. You know, I don't fucking go to church. 
I don't want to go to church. I don't believe in the church. I'm not going to, um, am I going to go to hell for that? I mean, when you kind of come to the realization that it keeps a lot of people in check, sometimes you got to fight a motherfucker, like, you know, you can't think freely if you follow religious laws, you know, that science doesn't make sense of it, never has, it never will, um, there's just so many things wrong with religion in general, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get married religiously, that's off the book, and to me personally, like, to me personally, just, it's just the thought that, I can't get free. I can't live my life how I choose to see fit because most of the things are deemed wrong by religious terms. There is no freedom. Uh, it's suffocating. It's suffocating. When I when I personally like dinosaurs, I like space. Uh, I've always fa- kind of fascinated about, you know just dinosaurs in general just you know science stuff you know space uh, aliens yeah and i kind of i kind of truly believe that aliens are gonna one day we're gonna come across aliens and i when that does i will i will have known that religion is totally wrong been wrong for many years um i wish i could go back to see dinosaurs like these are just things and again a lot of it you know Science really stands in the face of religion, and just if you if you believe in the Bible and you try to fucking, um, you know, go against it, then you're automatically like saint worshiper. And again, nine eleven was an inside job, and you can't tell me uh, that it wasn't. Uh, you also can't tell me that the pyramids were built by men and, and slaves and wasn't um but 9-11 was an inside job and you know at that time when I kind of knew that 9-11 was something was suspicious about it right away like everybody was like dogging me because you know you know basically I, I was a fucking Muslim terrorist for believing that and to me that's like okay well, like that's not even the case but Whatever, there's just plenty of things that happen with religious that you're like, nah, this shit don't add up. It just does not add up. So, it, with that, if said, if you guys go and watch Keep Sweet, the man Warren Jeffs is a, t- is a true fucking, uh, uh, he's a bad motherfucker, man. I mean, true, true sick fuck. Truly a true sick fuck. Um, beyond sick. Uh, and the man knew what he was doing. There's no, there's no two ways about it. It's not like he was born and didn't have no. He, the motherfucker have. He was well aware of the outside world. True sick fuck. Uh, but it is a good watch. Go watch and just see the the fuckery that goes on there. It kind of reminds me of the Hammy's Hells, but truly a sick, sick documentary. Uh, with that, I'll get this episode up here shortly and uh, catch you guys on the next one. Maybe we'll talk a little uh, Miss Marvel. Or uh, the end of Obi-Wan. So, catch you guys later.